government, our own damn government, was found guilty in a court of law. I'm shocked at how many people don't know about this because our mainstream media literally never covered it. And why do you think that is? The most famous speech, which I'm sure most of you know, was his I Have a Dream speech, which was given in 1963. I have a dream that one day... This nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. So Martin Luther King gave that speech in 1963, and he was shot on April 4th of 1968. So there was five years between that and the time of his death. There's a lot about those five years that people just don't know. The media really started turning on him eventually. People from his communities, his supporters started to turn on him. To me, it seems like a lot of the accusations made against him were attempts to foil his reputation. Martin Luther King in America is definitely known as a civil rights leader who died fighting for what he believed and some you know nutcase who was racist decided to kill him but in other parts of the world he was really known as a revolutionary that he stood up against the government and he had numbers that presidents were bringing out if not more he had so many supporters that it became dangerous to the government to have someone like this with all this power and all this influence and people who just want to hear him but it didn't really start getting bad until martin luther king started talking about American violence and the violence that our own government puts out into the world. He started speaking against war and money and corruption and poverty. He started questioning the amount of money we were spending on war. And he started talking about that, making people question how much of their tax dollars is going to war. And the US government is a war machine. Like they make money off of war. He wasn't an issue when he was talking about race. It was him talking about the corruption in the government. And when he started doing this, um, the liberal media turned on him. Everyone turned on him and like I said, he lost all of these supporters because of these rumors that started coming out and stuff. And no one really knows this because no one's bothered to look past what they've been told in their American history book. He was blackmailed basically. He was blackmailed with all types of stuff, audio recordings that they said was him, proof of he was having an affair. He became a giant target of the FBI. And it is proof now, we have proof the FBI admitted to wiretapping him. It was actually after his I Gave a Dream speech that he first was put on FBI watch. This is a real quote from the FBI domestic intelligence chief. His name was William Sullivan and he said this in a memo two days after his I gave a dream speech. We must mark him now, if we have not done so before, as the most dangerous of the future of this nation from standpoint of communism, the and national security. And that is when the efforts to take down Martin Luther King started. The FBI started harassing him all the time, sending tapes to his house. And the government was so afraid of him that J. Edgar Hoover actually listed him as the most dangerous man in America. Martin Luther King, a civil rights activist. Dangerous to what? To how things are? To spreading the truth? Very interesting how people who speak against things like this end up assassinated. And nowadays we have, you know, his memorial. This is an enemy, the largest enemy enemy of the country, the biggest threat to America, and we have a full memorial in Washington, D.C. I mean, come on, people, it's time to wake up. The Kennedy brothers were also afraid of him. They were worried that the Communist Party had infiltrated his civil rights movement, and they were very afraid of communism. So, in 1967, Martin Luther King gave a speech on April 4th, exactly one year before he was killed. And he gave a speech that day titled, Beyond Vietnam, Time to Break Silent. I have walked among the desperate, rejected, and angry young men 
men. I have told them that Molotov cocktails and rifles would not solve their problem. Social change comes most meaningfully through non-violent action. Most dangerous man in America. But they ask, and rightfully so, what about Vietnam? They ask if our own nation wasn't using massive doses of violence to solve its problems. The greatest purveyor of violence in the world today, my own government. This was a big problem, and I think that speech exactly one year before he assassinated was the triggering point. Now when Martin Luther King was shot, he was in Memphis, Tennessee. He was there specifically to help protest with the sanitation workers who were currently on strike. He was staying at a motel called the Lorraine, and that is actually where he was murdered. There were four tactical units composed of three police cruisers each, with three officers in each cruiser. They were there to intimidate Dr. King's party and to prevent what the Memphis police thought would be a riot emanating from one of the last calls he made before he died was to his church. He said he was going to be giving a sermon and wanted to tell them what it was about. His last sermon was called, and I'm not kidding, you can look this up, Why America May Go to He had planned to touch more on militarism, racism, and poverty in the country and how the government wasn't doing nearly enough to help its people. So April 4th of 1968, in the evening, Martin Luther King was standing out on the balcony of his motel. And this is where he was shot. He was shot in the cheek, into his jaw, through his neck. It severed his spinal cord and stopped at about his shoulder blade. He was taken to St. Joseph's, the hospital, and they worked to try to save his life. They attempted emergency surgery, but he was sadly pronounced dead at 7.05, at 39 years old. Good evening, Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. One civil rights activist points a finger at local law enforcement. All I know is that police were all around. You had literally 100 to 150 police in the area, and uh, they didn't see anybody. America went wild. There were major riots, outbreaks of looting, arson. People were going nuts, which Martin Luther King would not have wanted that because he was all about nonviolent protest. He took a lot of his inspiration from Gandhi. But anyway, in addition, 43 men and women were killed in riots. Approximately 3,500 were injured and 27,000 people were arrested. There was a uh, an Alpha 184 Special Forces team in Memphis on the day and no one knows what they were doing then. The 20th Special Forces Group was shown to have a sniper team at the location of King's murder. This is a significant development. The next day, the government tries to quell talk of a conspiracy. The evidence at this time indicates that uh, it was the act of a single individual. Now, the man that apparently killed Martin Luther King was named James Earl Ray. Everybody wanted a single assassin, a racist. Uh, that would then say James Ray did it, and we could go on about our business. And this guy did have a criminal record. He was actually not arrested for this crime until June 8th. This happened... April 4th. So over two months later, they finally arrest James Earl Ray, who said he was innocent. And there were fingerprints on binoculars in the room and a rifle. Now, we definitely know there is a extensive history of misuse of fingerprints and fraud. And he would not confess his crime. He maintained that he was innocent. After negotiating to avoid a potential death sentence, James Earl Ray pleads guilty to murder and receives a 99-year sentence. But soon, Ray will recant, claiming his attorney 
coerced him to confess. Even if you are not actually guilty and you are pristinely innocent, you may plead guilty to the charge if you think that doing so is in your best interest. So many people don't know this, but Coretta Scott King and her family believe that this was FBI. They believed that James Earl Ray was not guilty and they fought for a long time to prove that he was not the one who assassinated Martin Luther King. I believe and my family believes that this man is innocent. There was a real trial and this was a wrongful death lawsuit from the King family against Mr. Jowers and co-conspirators. And Mr. Jowers was the man that ran the restaurant across the street called Jim's. And Judge Joe Brown made an amazing uh, explanation for why he believes the gun could not have been the gun that was used by James Earl Ray. The thing the state relied upon was the rifle. But modern scientific methodology excluded that rifle from being the murder weapon. The bullet they pull out of King's body has a rate of rifling twist of one turn in every 11 and a quarter inches. The rifle that Ray had had a rate of rifling twist of one turn in every 10 inches in a bad manufacturing defect that is not apparent on the death slug. And one thing that's really interesting, if you look at the picture when Martin Luther King was killed, they were pointing in the opposite direction from where the government says the bullets came from. There was so much inconsistency with the gun. And after four weeks of testimony, 12 jurors in only an hour came to the conclusion that Martin Luther King was killed in some type of conspiracy by the United States. Lloyd Jowers, the former Memphis restaurant owner who in 1993 admitted he had a role in the conspiracy to kill King, is too ill to testify. So the trial takes place without him. He said the mafia-associated Memphis produce dealer named Frank Liberto gave him $100,000 to hire a hitman to kill Kane. Jowers said that he stored the actual assassination rifle in his restaurant, retrieving it from the real killer. Our government, our own damn government, was found guilty in a court of law. And I want to read you this statement from... Martin Luther King's wife, Coretta Scott King. There is abundant evidence of a major high-level conspiracy in the assassination of my husband, Martin Luther King Jr. I truly believe that the true story of Martin Luther King's assassination has never been told to us. But that's it for me today, guys. I hope you're having a great day, and I will see you next time. Bye.